Hey y'all, welcome back to Rewind and Recap, where the wine is as necessary as the chaos in our favorite shows. I'm one of your co-hosts, Princess, and today I'm drinking my little um, pink dragon concoction I like to make every now and again. It's vodka, Sprite, grenadine, and simple syrup with a little splash of lemon juice, and it's delicious. Hey, you guys, I'm Cece, and I'm the other co-host, and my drink of choice tonight is White Zithendale by Oakleaf. Y'all should know this by now. I have not had a chance to go out and grab any other wine, but White Zithendale is always in stock at this house, so, you know, that's what we're drinking tonight. Sounds delish. Well, before we hop into the show, y'all, make sure y'all follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Rewind and Recap. That's R-E-W-I-N-E-A-N-D-R-E-C-A-P. As you guys know, we're the most active on Twitter, but in the coming months, we do plan to, you know, roll out more content for Instagram and TikTok to make things a little more spicy for y'all. Y'all aren't even ready for the shit that we about to have coming. Like, they there's some ready. major changes that I feel like we've kind of talked about in past, yeah. that y'all don't know. Mm-hmm. We don't get into that. We will. And if you guys enjoy the show and you enjoy live tweeting with us, make sure you leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. We don't want nothing lower than five stars, okay? You know, if you got a little feedback, still give us five stars and put your feedback in there because algorithms. So I'm definitely going there and leave us a, a five-star review. If you don't have nothing to say, just put the review there, the star rating there, and move on. We love all the love. Um, we should probably open up our email for, like, more feedback stuff. Like, if, if y'all have some, like, some serious feedback or, like, really, just email it to us. Damn. Mm-hmm. Like, we just want the good star rating. <laughs> or, you know what else we could do? I feel like everybody does, like, listener questions. Yeah. Maybe Ooh. instead of, like, us always choosing. Y'all let us know how y'all feel about this. Instead of us always choosing what's tea, because sometimes we do struggle with that. Mm-hmm. If you guys want us to specifically discuss or pose a what's tea question and get our feedback on it, um, from something that you guys saw in the episode or show that we're recapping, maybe we can definitely open our emails up and you guys can just um, do the subject as, um, was it, what's T? Yeah, yeah what was so hideous? Y'all was drawing a blank, but yeah. Y'all can do the subject as what's T and then like, let's say if you have a question about like Alexis or how will we handle a certain situation or something that caught you guys' attention, definitely shoot us an email and then maybe we'll start doing um, what's T that way. Because we, if y'all haven't, well, I'm sure y'all know this, during our what's T segment and not what's T, our what's, what says Saweetie segment, we like to try to acknowledge our uh, listeners and the people that we, you know, the tweets that we love. So Keep you guys engaged and keep you guys informed um, and make you guys feel like a part of the show. I feel like it's one of the big reasons why the show was doing so well. So we can incorporate y'all in other ways outside of just what was said. So I think that mm-hmm. that'll be pretty dope. So yeah. let us know how you feel about that. Bet. Well, let's go ahead and hop into these hot topics because we have a shit ton to cover. Last night. Was um, good. This was a juicy episode about fucking time so we start off with the guys doing their thing the girls doing their thing and splitting up Kristen opens up with this little speech i just want to say that i'm i love all of you and i'm so proud of all you ladies and i just don't want to be a debbie downer and i just really want to start off just hearing how you guys are doing like okay girl which is fair because it's like that probably would have killed the mood but it's still i mean like she keeps setting it up like it's just so much bitch he he wanted your ass because he was drunk then like damn like she kept i feel like she was just like setting it up setting it up setting up and it's like girl can we get to the point damn like but okay 
Um, Alexis starts off with sharing how um, she appreciates how Justin, Justin is so sensitive and she's really got to see those sides of him. And it's, you know, it's different, but she's really trying to embrace it to make him feel comfortable, with, which I applaud, you know. Um, Morgan and Ben, they not really doing shit but cuddling. They didn't really, she didn't have much to share. I didn't hear much of what she said. And then Lindy decides to tell them that she had sex. Her and Miguel are doing what married people do. Girl. In the hay. When she said that, I immediately rolled my eyes because I'm like, Same. you are so hard up on not having sex with this man until you knew how he felt about you, which is 1,000% fair considering all the trauma I feel like she's endured from her childhood. So when she said that, especially after the shit that she shared the like the last episode i'm just like all right yeah i was very confused by like the sudden change mm -hmm. because like you said in the last episode she was so profusely expressing how she just mm -hmm. wasn't ready for sex and when it happens it can mean something because sex means something to her and she holds to a very high regard on this third just like that y'all fucking like you know what i mean i feel like someone who's been through that much like trauma around sex related conversations and how sex is viewed sometimes you may think it's your choice just to make yourself feel good but i really feel like weeks from now months from now she's really going to realize that she was pressured and she just wanted to make him happy because she really liked him and wanted to prove that she really was in this and that was the way that he needed her to prove it to him girl that's a big fucking mistake. And, girl that's coercing yeah to some form not and, saying that that's what trigger warning sometimes i can come across as sexual assault mm -hmm. um when you're co coercing a partner to move faster than you want them to but i'm gonna get into dragging his ass a little bit later about that but yeah, yeah. that when lindy said that i just immediately rolled my eyes like girl mm -hmm. please yeah like i just feel like and even the way they were interacting post-sex it doesn't feel like yeah. she really wanted to, like they still really talk very scientifically about their relationship and that could mm -hmm. just be like their banter but i'm not really feeling that but she want to believe it's, it's okay Kristen. um oh I, I was like what is anting i guess ranting is what i meant Kristen starts telling him about you know being team mitch you know please be team mitch before i get started i need everyone to just be on board and then she was like, you know, basically we had a couple drinks. We basically, you know, he had dinner to tell me how much he didn't, you know, wasn't attracted to me just to pounce on me. Once we got in the room, he literally pounced on me and all the women were like, oh, <laughs> oh my God, what, what? And she's like, no, 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 you know. And then she was like, he was saying he couldn't believe the way I handled myself and it was very attractive to him and he wanted to get down <laughs> Kirsten is just so fucking delusional and desperate it's painful to watch why she said it like that so apparently this man was just drunk and he was just so enamored by your self esteem and the way you held yourself when he basically spread his ass cheeks and shot on you and said he just wasn't attracted to you da, 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 da. and he just was so turned on because you took it like a champ you know that apparently if you spread your ass cheeks when you have to fart it doesn't make that sound suddenly really Drea said it on Poor Minds, and I'm just like, I want to try it one day. I'm going to try that. <laughs> Sorry, y'all. Um, but yeah, and then she was like, I make the rules now. I am the captain now. And I don't know. It was something about the way she said that shit as if she had something on Mitch. 
and she had him by the balls and some shit like I'm the captain now and I told him you know like girl I feel like she said that shit to make herself feel good because this nigga still don't want you (laughs) and girl it's just so much that has happened like she the captain now girl whatever if (laughs) if that's what you think she said she make the rules and that's that. I wonder if like his dick was small or something or she like, he said some wild shit. She was like, if this ever gets out, I'm going to tell them, you know, I don't know. But it just sounded kind of deceptive. I could be pulling it out my ass. I felt like, so this is how I took it when she said it. I took it as her being like, nah, like you basically called me an ugly ass bitch and now you got this tequila in your system. You trying to fuck on me and uh-uh, like. As much as I wanted to fuck you before you saying that to me and now all of a sudden you went from not being attracted to me to trying to have sex with me, like, I don't think that is genuine. So Absolutely. from now on, I'm going to be the one that calls the shots when it's time right. to It's not necessarily that, like, it was like a... a no, I'm just saying that because I like drama. Oh, like, yeah. I definitely feel like that's what she meant, but it's just more fun in my mind to feel like she had something on him. So I okay, create my reality. Um, so, <laughs> I understand the common sense of it all, but that's not fun. So, guys' day, um, Justin is telling these niggas, you know, we walking around naked, and she respects my celibacy, yada, yada, yada. And again, this nigga is just oversharing. Like, I don't understand the point of him telling people that, but who knows? Nate, in his confessional, basically talking shit, I feel like he ain't have sex with her because he know he get pussy with him. <laughs> That sounds like a behavior of a nigga that's not used to being bitches. But yeah, I was like, nigga, how you gonna just say that about him like that? But he probably right, though. Like, Justin already pussy whipped as it is, and he had none. So imagine once Alexis give him a little crumb, how that nigga gonna be acting? That's probably why he said he ain't want to have no damn club. You think he, um, he give good head? That I mouth like is already he, sloppy. I just don't know if it'll be used for the right thing. I feel like he gives sloppy head, and there's a difference. Like sloppy, I don't like too much spit. Type. Yeah, with a spit run down a crack of your ass. Ugh. I don't like that. I don't like that. I don't like to feel your spit on my ass crack. I really don't. So Miguel was shocked at that cult coochie. This nigga had a spiritual holy experience. He was floating, and then he's still not sure about her. But we're gonna get to that shit because I got some words for him. I think that it was just the fact that he might have been horny and finally got some pussy. I don't think that it might have been real good though. I mean, maybe it was, but I feel like niggas who just be horny all the time, like sometimes coochie be coochie to them because if you feel like you needed that for her, for you to like her, and then you say that you it was great, but then you still unsure, what is the truth? Yeah. You know, I put two and two together. It's a dangerous thing. And two and two of them became seven when it should have been four. Yeah. Because there's three more points that he missing. What I didn't like was how he was trying to like, every time one of the guys shared something about their sexual progression in their relationship or like thereof, you know, or how they viewed sex, I felt like he kept trying to push his view on sex onto them. Like, but, you know, don't, you said you love her, didn't you? So, you know, why aren't you ready to have sex yet? Like, he was questioning Justin. And then when Nate was like, well, we're moving slow. Like, it's definitely there, but we're going to take our time. You know, but, but why? Why? But, you know, I, I have to play devil's advocate. Why don't you, you know, why don't you get, why haven't you guys had sex? Well, what, why, what's the hold up? Like, nigga, that's your yeah. marriage. This is my marriage. That's his marriage. Like, I'm a person I hate. Yeah. Just because you a fucking horn dog doesn't mean we can't move at our own pace in our marriages. Horny as oh, fuck. And my thing wrong with you? 
And this is why, because y'all, I, I will hell if y'all, especially if y'all been watching Twitter today, y'all clearly know I got a smart ass mouth. Girl, you. I'm just like. Oh. I'm just. Girl, I just had to block his ass because I'm, I'm tired. You. Let me shut up before I say something to get us canceled. Anyways. Um, yeah, but I just feel like. If you're trying to make it seem like sex makes you think clear, but then you're turning back to what I was saying, like you're turning around, you're saying you're still not sure about Lindy, like you're just horny. Mm-hmm. I need you to admit that and leave that where it's at. Yeah. That's all. That's so annoying. Like, and yeah, like he was pissing me off with that shit too. Why are you pressuring the rest of them to feel like they need to have sex with their wives? Like that's supposed to mean something because you done fucked Lindy and you still don't feel any different. Mm-hmm. Like, I agree. He's hypersexual. Like, yeah. And um, let me say, like, that, but like, trigger warning, like, nigga, were you sexually assaulted as a child? Or or do you really just have high sex drive? Because a lot of people who are hypersexual, especially like into like teenage or like, I, I would say maybe like teenage or even going into adulthood, sometimes people who have been sexually assaulted do become extremely hypersexual. I didn't know that. Yeah, like, what the fuck is wrong with you, Miguel? Mm. Wow. Yeah, fuck him. Um, I've definitely turned after seeing this episode. I definitely don't like Miguel anymore. So at least I have him on ice. Like, it's just something about him that's a little weird that I don't like. And I hate overly analytical niggas. So that's another thing. I don't um, like his ass. And I've been on his neck since, like, episode two. Yes, ma'am. So moving on to Morgan and V. <laughs> um, so they're discussing, you know, Justin saying he loves her and all that shit. And like, when do you think we'll say it? And she was like, nigga, basically, I don't know. Like, what the fuck kind of question is that? And then Morgan started sharing how she takes like word, like hurtful words to heart. And I was very hard for her to let those things go, whether it was intentional or meant with malicious intent or not. And Ben basically like looking like bug eyed and shit because this nigga got a smart ass mouth. So we're gonna see how that goes. But that was a cute little dinner that they have. We move on over to Nate and Stasia. And Stasia had to kill this damn bug for this light skinned nigga. And I'm like, is this foreshadowing to her wearing? She's such a princess. Is this foreshadowing to them wearing her wearing the pants in their marriage? Because get it, please don't, uh, uh, yeah. nigga. If you don't get that damn bug for me, you're a fucking six two, nigga. Six two. Them light skins, I tell you. Yeah, that turned me off. And I'm just like, I'm not gonna lie, this whole episode, y'all know I was teammate because he just had that certain genesis that I like. It's something about him that's like turning me off. Yeah, girl, and it's that. Like, and for me, y'all, it really do be the little things. Like a nigga could do just one <laughs> small and I'd be like, yep, that's it for me. What? I'm good. Damn. Don't even think you're cute no more. I'm good. Yeah, I'm, I really don't think Nate is cute anymore. I don't. Like, this whole episode, it was like, why are we so close to his face? This is gross. It's just stuff that he was doing made me not see him, like, as a little sexy horn dog that mm-hmm. I thought he was. But It was given opportunist. It was given hobosexual. It was given poor. It was just yep. not. Yep. So, Yeah. It was it, I, it was given. I'll live in your house for sex. You know, we'll work for sex. Like I'll, you see, like just put me in your house and I have sex with you. And I, you know, he ain't even gonna keep the house clean. Well, he ain't gonna do shit. It was given. I will live in your house, 
because I am a moocher. Yeah. That's what was given. We're going to get to that. So they start talking and he's like, no, I really appreciate all this. But, you know, I'm a simple man. Mm-mm. You know, we ain't got to do this all the time. And I'm like, I understand because I date a simple man. My man don't need too much. But I'm an over-the-top bitch, so I'm going to do this anyway. And you're going to realize what you miss and how much you actually love it because I'm in your life. Thank you, simple, because you ain't never had nobody who do nice Go shit. Go out the way for you. Like me. Yeah. And when I do nice shit for you, oh, baby, this is nice. This is nice. Yeah, nigga, shut up. Because <laughs> I know you was going to like this shit. So he's just talking about how he's simple and Stassi looking like, nigga, I ain't simple. <laughs> and so then she starts talking about how, you know, one thing you said to me was, you know, you're not intimidated by me. And that really shocked me because most men are intimidated by me. Mm. And he was like, I can see that. And he wasn't really giving her much during this conversation, which I kind of thought was funny because the whole time she was talking, he was just like, uh huh. Yeah, no, I, I understand. Yeah. Uh-huh. I'm like, okay. And so she was just going on and on. And then she asked him about therapy. And how does he feel about going to therapy before they actually have like any real issues? Well, just going to therapy in general. He's like, well, before we have like, you know, just to be proactive or like what? And she was like, well, I don't feel like you need to go to therapy when you have a problem. Like, and I very much agree with that. Like I'm very much pro therapy to be proactive because it's harder to tame a problem when it's the size of a rock as opposed mm-hmm. to the size of a fucking mountain. And so me and Jordan have even talked about therapy. Some of my girlfriends in their relationship, they, they've talked about doing therapy with their men just cause like, so I think it's a really beautiful thing and I think it's a healthy thing. And it's always also nice to have like that constant objective mediator. You know, both parties feel like they have a safe space to always share how they feel. And there's always a professional in the mix to offer like a good solution, you know, because yeah. we're not going to be thinking like a therapist all the time. We're going to be thinking from our perspective and deep in our feelings. Girl. And our therapist knows how to, they're not in it. They don't have them deep feelings about it. So they can really present solutions. And so I thought that was great. And he's, he seemed really open to it. So I guess now here I am being the messy bitch that lived for drama. Mm-hmm. So we're just going to backpedal a few steps. I felt her on the whole, like when he said that he's not intimidated by her sticking with her because I have that issue. And I think that like people who don't know me, I can be very horrid. Is that the word I'm looking for? Yeah, I can, I can come across as very, like, whore. And, like, mm, macho man. And, like, nigga, you're not going to run me. And shut your ass down, bitch ass nigga. Like, I think that that's how, like, a, a lot of people kind of, like, view me. Yeah. I am also a workaholic. And, you know, a little bit of being vulnerable. Very much, like super hyper independent because I am used to not being able to really count on anybody yeah, and count on anybody in a sense of like doing shit and not having to hear somebody's lip about it or having things that people do for me being thrown back in my face. So that has really outside of just like that being my nature of my work and me having work ethic period. It's like that those type of situations have definitely made it worse. So I feel like a lot of time when I meet men, like my ex actually said it to me, like slowly before we were starting to break up just like he didn't say bitch I, this is me saying bitch he would never talk to me like that but it's just like bitch if you don't like if you don't need me 
what the, why the fuck am I here? Yeah. Because I was very much like, I take care of me and I can pay all my own. Like, <laughs> trauma. Motherfucking trauma. <laughs> but I just, I have a hard time, I feel like, allowing men to do for me. But I like men that have money. I prefer men to have money because I want to be able to learn mm-hmm. from that person. And, like, if we are together, be able to build together so that we can actually do shit. And everything, and I don't have to feel bad about leaving my nigga at home because he can't just book a trip or go wherever the fuck he want to go when he want to go. Like, I can, you know? Yeah. So when she mentioned, like, you know, like, oh, like, you're not intimidated by me. I'm like, damn, like, I really relate to that because I feel like I've always been such a hard worker. I've taken care of myself for a very long time and not because I necessarily had to really more so because I wanted to because I feel like my independence not having to listen to my parents not having to hear anybody's mouth the only way I was going to get that kind of freedom and peace was for me to do it all on my own so I love a man that's not intimidated by me because it's yeah. like yes yes I can do it all but I want to be able to put the damsel in distress and I want a man that's going to come sweep me off my feet and do all the nice things and send me flowers randomly and plan dates for me and I come home to like nice shit like I want to be because that's the type of woman that I am for my man like bitch Mm -hmm. like yeah no I don't want to do it all when I think about love and me as a woman it's very much given baby by Ashanti so I feel sassy and like you know you ain't intimidated by me I don't like that like I don't want no damn punk like I don't want a man who doesn't feel like he deserves me you need to deserve me just as much as I deserve you yeah. I had enough niggas where I feel like they don't deserve me. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, so I, Jordan tell me all the time, like, I deserve you. And that shit be turning me on. Because yeah. I like that. Nigga, don't be scared. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you are just as good of a nigga as I am a woman. So and I, I think that a lot of people don't realize that. And I think that sometimes that can also be a thing where, like, damn, like, this person is so good that you pick fights where fights don't have to be because you're not Mm -hmm. used to being treated well I feel like I had to stop being that way kind of and I think that and this girl this is not to take up for men let me just say that but I am also not selfish in understanding that like men also definitely do deserve healthy love too and Mm -hmm. I think that like men that can provide or men that do certain things they're not they're used to being the one that's always having to dish out so it's like when you meet a woman that like doesn't really need shit from you or isn't asking you for shit and will actually cater to you and do shit for you it's like what the fuck Mm. like this is uh uh-uh like you know so I think that that's where a lot of like feeling like oh you ain't got to do all this for me it's just like no yes the fuck I do because you're my man and I don't give a fuck if you tell me that I don't have to I want to and I'm going to so you're gonna shut your ass up and eat these motherfucking snacks nigga right period oh yeah so um Justin and Alexis are together and they're talking about you know finding balance when they get back home and him taking care of the house and being a puppy father and all this shit, taking care of house. And Justin, that's music to his ears because he will live up in Alexis' ass if he could. Mm-hmm. So hell yeah, he'll be her little, you know, house husband. And so she points out, <laughs> so how would you, you know, how are you going to feel? You know, do you feel comfortable with me making more money than you and you staying home? Alexis, just, she has no home. filter on her mouth. Job. You said what? She has no filter on her mouth. None. And this is going to start to annoy me. She might be a Leo for real. Because why would you? We didn't even know that till now. She just never knows what to say out of her mouth. Mm -mm. 
You feel ever. comfortable, you know, staying home, not working from home. This nigga got a job now. Staying home and I, you know, I me coming home making more than you, Justin. I feel like he probably understand how she is, so he don't take it personal. But mm-hmm. he just, you know, no, no, that don't bother me. Like that, da, 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 support you. That don't, you know, hurt my masculinity at all. Which I like that about Justin because some niggas do act funny about stuff like that. So I mm-hmm. like how he's not trying to like dim her light. Like, yeah, I'll make her smoothie. <laughs> like, I'll walk them dogs. Like, I don't give a fuck. This is my wife. So good for them. They're really cute in that way. I feel like they have really good understanding of each other and they appreciate who the other one is. So, you know, they growing on me a little bit, but they annoying as fuck. Um, She's a Capricorn, which sounds about right. She is. Oh my God, that sounds so right. I knew it was either Leo. I'm a Capricorn rising, so... Oh, yeah, so it's we do say anything. We do say anything. I'm a little more tactful sometimes. Girl, I'm not tactful with dating, nigga. I ask all the questions, so I appreciate that about her. And I said that, like, I like how she's just she'll just say it. Um, and they were sitting on this boat catamaran thing, and she was like, "I'm still waiting for marriage to be hard. People keep saying it hard." And God was like, "It's been four days, nigga. Four days." God said. On that damn boat. <laughs> it's hard. You, that table flipped her ass, okay? But Justin held it together. His little height came in handy. And I know he felt like a big man. And I thought that was cute. So they had their little moment. We go over to Morgan and Ben. And Ben, I feel like, just ambushed the fuck out, Morgan. And so he starts off by saying, you know, I asked for someone, you know, I'm very close to my family and family is important to me. Family, family, family first, family. Goddamn, nigga, we get it. And then you so much that you live with your mama titty in her mouth. You probably still nursing, nigga. Daily pacifier. And he was like, that's what I asked for. My wife. And I don't, you know, it, it, you know, so when someone I've never had a toxic relationship. So when someone says they're not close to their family, you know, that concerns me. And I feel like that's so fucking judgmental. I would have leaned in so close. So why you ain't with none of them other bitches? If you ain't been nothing toxic, because I'm sure it didn't end because it was good, right? That was just so judgmental and so like apathetic. Because you can't control someone else's childhood trauma just because you grew up with a fucking you and know Martha made ass mama in a fucking Brady bunch. That don't mean that was everyone else's reality, and it's very fucking closed minded of you and dense of you to think that everybody just had a fucking hunky-dory experience with their family. Nigga, are you stupid? And my thing is, nigga, you got trauma because why the fuck do you still need your mama's approval? Is it because she made you feel like you were never good enough? And that's why you so performance-based? Because, uh, Lord Jesus, y'all please don't think I'm sinful saying this. If you need to cut this out, friend, I understand. But I feel like Asian culture is very, like, hard on their children and they are very judgmental I have a lot of friends obviously you know I went to school in a melting pot who come from families that have Asian backgrounds and their parents are so strict on how they are and a lot of them grow up to honestly either be rebels or be people pleasers like my friends and like because I like Nigga, you got trauma too. Yeah. And I don't like that, especially because I feel like the both of us, we relate. I don't like that. Like you said, you can't dictate somebody's childhood 
And you, something could have just happened yesterday that made her not close with her, with her family. You don't know her story. And in the beginning of you getting to know her, that shouldn't be the first thing that you are judgmental on. Because I feel like, you know, I don't want to date somebody who don't get along with their parents. I have childhood trauma. But who am I to say that when I've had my own shit I've had to deal with? Not only that, I feel like if you aren't actively working on trying to heal those parts, even if it's not necessarily healed in a relationship, so that way you can show up for me in our relationship, then that will be when it will cause the issue. But like, you just met this girl two days ago. Yeah. Like, Ben, yeah, he was very, it was very, it was given classes, it was given judgy, and I don't like that. I don't like that at all, because it's just so fucking closed-minded. Like, I, I just didn't like that at all. And I just could feel, I could tell that she felt misunderstood. Because mm-hmm. you can't choose your parents. And you're basically blaming me. And like, he look, acting like it's a fucking character flaw. I can't stand that shit. So then he goes on to say, you know, and your mom told me that you're not done um, with school. And you still have classes. But I'm like, well, why her mama telling her damn business? Girl child i was so fucking like annoyed by that and then i just felt like ben was dumping everything on her at once like it, it just felt like she didn't have a warning and he was like i'm gonna air the damn chopper out right here on camera because she gonna tell me but she told you this in confidence what are you doing right now and then he goes tell her you know i talked to justin yada 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 i told justin about it Da-da-da-da. girl Ben and Morgan equally get on my nerves. I can't really say it that I was on anybody's side if we keeping it a book. But that would have definitely pissed me off. And I completely understand Morgan and feeling violated because what the fuck are you doing, dummy? Like, why? Why would you feel like it was okay for you to share something so personal with Justin? And then it's not even like, oh, you just said that you told Justin. You're also bringing information to me like, oh, yeah, he might have told Alexis. Like, damn. So just ain't none of my business ain't mine. Yeah, none of it. None of it. Like, my shit is circulating, nigga. Don't you understand? And she's like, you should have came to me. It's like, no, no, I understand. I should have came. Now he want to be all fucking remorseful when he sees how much this is hurting her and breaking her. Like, nigga, she shared some shit with you in confidence, off camera. I'm telling you this. Don't tell nobody else. What part of that meme go from my fucking mouth to my... This nigga I just met six days ago. Or fucking, I don't know, two weeks ago. You don't know Justin? That's not your best friend. And Justin don't know how to keep his mouth closed, babe. We know that nigga can't hold water. So, I don't blame her for feeling like he betrayed her trust and she don't trust him no more. I'm glad she spoke up for herself and made that clear. Nigga, you gotta earn mm-hmm. this trust back. Because now I don't want to tell your ass shit. Because you show me, you gonna run and go tell it. Everybody gonna know my damn business. And that's... A, I'm happy... She got to see this because that's exactly what he going to do when they get back home with his damn mama. He going to tell his mama everything. Girl. Well, honey, everything. do you think that, you know, you should be with her? I think you should try to get the divorce because she says she don't want your money now. But what happens when you can't get the divorce after eight weeks without spending money, Ben? That's definitely how that conversation going to go. Money, ben. <laughs> I just feel like. Yeah, like, he was just doing too much. But to be honest, both of them get on my fucking nerves. So, like, I was annoyed, but not too much. Because I'm just like, y'all really perfect for each other. Because y'all both aggravating as fuck. Yeah. 
So they had that moment. We go on over to Kristen and Alexis. Um, Kristen is talking about having concerns about Mitch not being in a relationship in a long time. She called Alexis down to give her some advice. She feel like she also starts to reveal that she feel like she walking on eggshells and not being herself. And I'm like, oh, bitch, really? Mm. You can fucking tell mm. from fucking mm. beginning. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't really wear makeup like that. Yeah, yeah. And this, you know, when that's not, girl. Yeah, yeah. Girl. I just love how you're such, you know, environmentalist and you show me how to preserve. Girl, fuck this air. Shut the hell up. And like it all, I would look Mitch dead in the eyes and throw a wrapper on the floor. <laughs> Fuck this concrete, nigga. <laughs> Bitch, don't litter. I am anti-litter now. But, <laughs> but she goes on. Like I, I just feel like it always gonna come out. Like all this, like fake happiness that her and Lindy is doing and mm -hmm. all this shit. It's always going to come out, bitch, that you ain't happy. Just be honest with yourself and with your feelings and tell these niggas about themselves. And Alexis got right with her. I love when she was like, bitch. I don't know. Alexis like, that ain't a conversation that you need to be asking me. That's a conversation you be having with yourself. I can't answer that for you. I don't have an explanation for you. That's Kristen you. talk to Kristen. I was like, see, when you're not getting on my nerves, you make a whole lot of sense. Yep. And this ain't the only time Alexis made sense in this episode. Girl. But Alexis doing her shit, okay? Kristen sitting there, no, you're right. You're right. Like, bitch, deal with this shit yourself and maybe look inward and understand why you don't feel like you can be yourself around this man when this nigga is bald 41 and ain't had a fucking relationship in ages. So, bitch, you the prize. Yeah, like, it's not you. And I, I just be feeling like I be wanting to say that to so many women, like, I mean, sometimes it do be these bitches, but, you know, in this case, like, bro, it's not you. And he should be lucky to have a woman like you. And it's like, I hate to say it, but a lot of these niggas be having trauma. They be having all kind of other shit going on with them and will make you feel like you're the fucking problem or it's an honor to fuck with them when really they need to be on somebody's goddamn couch. Yeah. And Mitch, he need to run to the nearest therapist's office. Like, I just, start, you 41 and ain't like, you ain't never been in a serious committed relationship. Like, no type of long-term relationship. Yeah, something definitely wrong with you. And I don't like to base people's worth off relationships because obviously I'm in a dating pool and I understand that sometimes people definitely aren't the best. But like, at 41, like, come on, my nigga, I'm 30 and I've been in three relationships. Mm-hmm. Like, what? Yeah. So, so me, ugh, Alexis got her ass right no, together. She did. And then she was like, um, she was talking about, you know, give it time or whatever, I guess, or just, you know, count baby steps and just appreciate the small mm -hmm. milestones. We only got eight weeks. I can't count no baby steps. I need him. I need us to then, make I need us to make strides out this motherfucker. Then she was like, um, yeah, same thing with Justin. Like, I saw him on Hinge. I thought he was just too tall. He just looked too nice. But I would have missed out on the greatest blessing of my life. I said, who is this bitch? Who is this bitch? But anywho. So we get to a little bit of tea. Yeah. Yeah. My, my lip was tooted up, too. Um, we get to Justin and Ben and a little basketball hangout. Morgan, Stasia, and Lindy. He looks so dumb playing basketball. I'm so dumb sorry. As hell. 
Just is just um, a fucking dork. Bless his heart. Yeah. So men is opening up to him and admitting that he overreacted, and he was like, "It actually wasn't a lie." I and telling the business again after she just told you to shut the fuck up, girl. Because you know Justin over can tell. Yeah, she got mad at him for telling me. Yeah. Um. So he's opening up about how he overreacted. It wasn't actually a lie. Because even when they were talking about it on the beach, I was like, this don't sound like a lie. Like, you can still be an RN and not have gotten a degree, but you just can't do, like, administrative work from what I found in my research. So the bitch is a nurse. Like, there's no way she could just have a job as a nurse and they just, she ain't got no credentials. Like, what the fuck kind of sense does that make then? But she's in school as she's working. So it's like, even when she was talking, I was like, this don't sound like a lie. So then he fast forward telling Justin, it wasn't a lie. I overreacted. Yada, yada, yada. I should have went to her first before I came to you and asked her what mm, was going You don't think. Child. So then Morgan is saying how she felt blindsided because Ben told her we're not going to talk about finances. We're going to do nothing with finances until we get back home. Oh, really, nigga? And so I don't blame her. I would have felt blindsided as fuck, too, especially because this is a televised experience. We're not just going through this experience, mm -hmm. you know, without cameras, nigga. It's cameras every fucking where. So um, that happened. And then she was like, she doesn't feel like Ben is proud of her. And like, she want, I don't blame her. You don't want your husband to look at you and be like, this burden of a bitch. You know what I mean? Right. Like, so that, I, I can relate to her when it comes to that because it kind of just made her feel like she's not good enough. Mm -hmm. You know, and it's like, nigga, are you searching for your mama? Or are you searching for, you know, a wife? So, he talked to ladies about that. Ben is taking ownership about how, you know, he was wrong. He wants to fix it. He's going to figure out a way to get it right. You know, he betrayed her trust, yada, yada, yada. Justin is listening, but Justin looks concerned. And this is all going to come out later. And that damn Girl. man. <laughs> so then Stasia, we move on to Lindy. And Stasia's like clocking Lindy on Miguel. Honey. To make sure she's good. And I don't blame her because I'm low-key that type of friend. Like, girl, did you do that because you wanted to? You know, Oh, you bitch, know we, know. we know. We know, bitch. I, I'm a concerned friend. We bitch, know. I'm I appreciate that. I am. So, Stasia starts getting emotional because Lindy's like, no, 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 no. Like, I wanted to do it. She's like, I just want to make sure you didn't do it because I've been there. And, like, I know how that feels. And I don't want you to make the mistakes I made. And she kind of, like, gets a little emotional because she's triggered. Um, just kind of sad. And, and that's exactly why the fuck Lindy did it. So them tears was not in vain. Well, go ahead, friend. <laughs> so Lindy's like, no, no, no. Pissing I did it because off. I wanted to. You know, it's fine. And I'm like, girl, tell The way she acted and how she sounded mobile, I said, this bitch is lying. <laughs> she is lying. She's like, oh, shit, she didn't clock my tea. Let me hurry up and think fast. No, girl, it wasn't like that. I promise it wasn't like that. Like, girl, you only gave that man some pussy because you thought that it was going to make him say, I love you the second day he rolled over. Yeah. So you did not do that because y'all made progress, bitch. You was just complaining about him yesterday. Mm -hmm, exactly. So then um, <laughs> Lindy reveals that Miguel, because I don't like shit like this, but she wanted to flip the script. I feel like I was a little passive aggressive. But she was like, Miguel, question Nate. Mm -hmm. You know, all 
speak because Nate's always look at his camera out like, oh, look at my wife. Look at this. You know, he proud I, of me, bitch. You're right. Right. He proud of this shit. That's what I would. That's exactly what I was thinking. Show his wife off. But she's like, he's so curated. I don't know. I, you know, I just am Sassy's like, no, you ain't got to be scared. Just tell me everything. Tell me how you feel. Nothing you say going to hurt my feelings. And I'm like, there you go, girl, with your poker face. You know it's what's crazy? Cold. The black women are the ones that I feel like have the strength and the white ones are the ones that's walking on eggshells and trying to act like shit is perfect when it's not or like trying to like make excuses for their men and like everything that Alexis and what's her name? Stasia don't like or care for about Nate or what you call it? Like, bitch, I see it too. You ain't telling me nothing mm -hmm. new. Yeah, like, oh my God. Yeah. What accountability? What, are, what do they mean they know? Yeah, so I thought that was a little passive aggressive. It and was. She did that because she knew that Stasia was getting on to her ass. People oh, yeah. can't do shit like that. Like, yeah, I like how Stasia was like, you yeah, know, I thought about it. Like, I'm questioning it, and she didn't really give her more than that. At least that's not, you know, what mm -hmm. we saw. So they moved on from that, and then we jump over to Kristen and Mitch, and Kristen is like making this sorry ass video about Mitch surfing. Bye, girl. Um, that nigga wanted to get away from you for a minute. And then move Girl. over to Lindy and Miguel. Lindy um, is telling him how she feels pressured and not able to be herself and has to check so many boxes because he said he has to be attra attracted to this, 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 and this in a woman. Mm -hmm. And she just feels like, you know, excuse me, kind of like Kristen, she ain't being herself. And that leads me to think like, Girl, why the hell you had sex with him then? Because she did it to appease him and not because they were making a Oh, but I thought you wanted to. Exactly. 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 See how bitches telling themselves just that quick. Yeah. Bitches telling themselves very quickly. So Miguel was saying like he's unsure how he'll feel after eight weeks. So it's like he don't really want to say he'll want to extend being married beyond the show. And it's like, nigga, did, did you get married just to do an experiment because you like analytics? Or did you get married because you act like this is marriage? This goes beyond just this two month televised experience. You do know that, right? Like marriage is more than cameras and confessionals and the experts coming in and talk with y'all once a month. Like it's deeper than that. And so he's talking about only giving it two months or whatever. And I got really pissed because it's like, why did you have sex with her? If you still have all these fucking mixed emotions and all this bullshit, why did you have sex with this woman knowing? how she views sex and knowing how much that means to her. If you, you need to wait to have sex after two months then nigga, you need to wait until you know how you feel about this woman because she quote unquote knew how she feel about, felt about you before she had sex with you. But I think that's a lie. I feel like Lindy would have waited the full two months to have sex with him and consummate the marriage after it was over with, but because she thought she didn't do that to keep him, that's exactly why she did it. Yeah. Simple. No, I agree with that. I've been calling Miguel's bluff. He full of shit. Yeah. So, um, then we go on over to the couple's dinner. This is where it gets a little messy. Okay. Mm. Um, all these. Thank God for the marachas. Girl. Mariachis. Whatever. So these niggas got on turtlenecks. Damn. Fucking Justin and Nate in Mexico. I know it was fucking hot. So they I dressed like know. Drew Hill at a fucking alpha convention. Like, what the fuck is this? Baby, I don't know where them turtlenecks came from. Y'all in Mexico. What the fucking hell? There's no reason why you should have a turtleneck on in Mexico. But anyway, um, Lindy 
ready to fucking fight. So she's like, well, Miguel, it's like, he don't know how he's going to feel after two months. Like, bitch, it's your opening conversation. <laughs> he said, you know, he's struggling with how he feels. Like, do you guys know how you're going to, like, are you really giving this a chance, blah, blah, blah? Because he's basically like, you know, two months. I don't know. And he was like, no, no, no. That's not what I said. Like, nigga, that is kind of like what you said, though. Like, that's some fucked up shit to say, too. But you like, fucked him. So now it makes you look stupid. And that's exactly why we're going to get there. That's why she's having there. these fucking outbursts. We're going to get there. And so Alexis and Justin, she, Alexis mm. is like, this is a conversation. You got to sit. This is a sit-down conversation. So everybody move over to the table. Justin and Alexis planting each other's mouths. I'm not gonna lick you. Don't you let you lick me. I'm gonna lick you. <laughs> Girl. Gross. You niggas is childish. Childish. Okay. They, they're fake happy cover about to get blown too. I can't stand that like teenage PDA shit. Y'all are fucking in y'all 30s. Please stop. Please. And so Nate decides to announce that. He Stasia invited him to move into her brand new house. He had to put that out there. Um, and Stasia, yeah, yeah, you dumb bitch. Ain't you 37? Girl, you don't know at this age not to be letting no nigga live in your brand new, new bill house rent free. Like, what the fuck? This nigga ain't showing you don't know this man. Man, all I got is a tooted lip for that. They want a husband bad. It's the desperation for me. Yeah. I can't do this this desperosity. I think I made that up, but I can't do this desperosity. Mm-hmm. And so then Mitch and Christian talk about actually looking forward to doing life together. This nigga low-key sound like he a little happy. I ain't gonna hold you. Mitch is kind of low-key doing a 180. And he seems to be very getting like getting very comfortable with Kristen and just down for the experience. So then Morgan is talking about. You know, I just, I have a high stress job and I don't want to come home and take care of him. I take care of him all day. And Why like, did you come on the show? Why? I understand nurses have very demanding jobs. Thank y'all for everything y'all do and everything y'all done throughout Amen. COVID. But marriage also requires your presence. You can't use your job as a crutch to not be present as a wife when you volunteer to be on a show that will legally make you a wife. You can't then say, I just want to come home and not have to do anything. Now, yes, there should be nights where Ben just caters to her because of what she does, her mental level, stress level, emotional well-being. Like, of course. But you can't just expect him to just be your caregiver. Like, you come home and it's just like, he needs to now be your caregiver because you've been a caregiver all day. That's not fair. Like and Dr. Alexis and Dr. Justin was not going for over in that corner. On the sidelines being marriage counselors. So why does she need Ben? And then Justin, am I wrong? She's like, he, no, you ain't wrong. <laughs> <laughs> that shit tickled me so bad. It tickled me bad. Because that's low-key how me and my man would be low-key. <laughs> We're going to be at the table. Can I think about that? You know, if I thought it was funny as hell, because Alexis is messy. And, girl, if y'all going to talk about it, you ain't got to talk about it at the damn table. Like, you can maybe have y'all a little sidebar where y'all go get another drink or something. You know, what you thought about that, baby? You think, you know, if you're new to the experience, Girl, right there, and all you have, you know, your new husband, your only confidant, I can understand that you want to, you know, gauge what he's thinking. But y'all doing that shit right at the table in they face. So then she was like, Does she want a roommate or she want a husband? And Justin, I think she want a roommate. <laughs> <laughs> These niggas was cracking me up. I'm sorry. Then, as if that wasn't enough, we flashed to their fucking confessional. 
they wrapped around each other like a motherfucking, I don't know, pig in a blanket. And <laughs> expressing their grievances about these people's marriage. I can see it in her eyes. She ain't shit. That ain't what she what's she gonna do for Ben? You know who what's she gonna and then we go to Lindy and Chris Lindy and Miguel and they're talking about their stuff and he talking about I can see it in her eyes. She ain't happy. Alexis and Justin was taking me down. I'm sorry. Very they're, judgmental. Their commentary and quote unquote marriage advice and shit. Like y'all are brand Y'all been doing this the same amount of time they have been. Let's calm Stop. down. Stop. Y'all are not the experts, Pooh. Just because y'all tongue in each other's mouth every two minutes, I don't mean y'all shit finna be creamy the whole way through. But anyway. No pun intended. <laughs> listen. So, you know, they're talking about their Justin's like, you know, I don't mind. I'm I'm happy. You know, I can't wait for life at home. Like, I don't mind taking care of the dogs. And she, I grab make her smooth and she grab her smooth and she can focus on work. Blah, blah, blah. And then Miguel's like, I'm gonna play devil's advocate. What you know? What she Girl, doing? that was so passive fucking like passive. I just really hate. Miguel, I, it's just really no other way for me to express it. I do not like him, girl. So I don't enjoy him at all. They talking about that, and he's like, "I want to be devil's advocate." You know what's she doing for you? And so Alexis, fuck these hoes, bitch. I my man, my husband. I do. I take care of my man. I got a suitcase full of lingerie. I shower. I give him a shower. I make him a drink. Don't I take care of my man? And that's just motherfucking. And Justin period. was like, "That's right. That's right." Cause mind y'all motherfucking business, bitch. Mind y'all dysfunctional fucking business. At least we over here doing kind of good. My tongue in the back of his throat every night. Every day. Every hour. Right now. Right. I do that shit right now. Fuck you so talking Morgan about. Morgan and Ben was in their fucking confessional. And he was like, you have a suitcase full of lingerie? He's and so annoying. Like, don't you, don't you worry. I, I got you. Don't you, don't you worry. Like, bitch, what the fuck? Y'all are beer buddies. And I said it. Y'all are fucking beer buddies. Y'all homies, I don't see like, at first I was like, oh, they're cute. They, you know, they have a little vibe or whatever. But I'm, they giving me like college buddies that she liked him and he friends on her. It's giving that way for both of them because both yeah. of them low-key kind of losers. Yeah, Not both a little childish. And yeah. so... Then I don't know how we got to this, but I think Stasi was like, You guys look so in love, Justin and Alexis. Look at you guys, look at y'all. And Alexis, <laughs> she loved that fucking attention. That bitch got Leo on her chart. Girl. <laughs> I love this man. I do. I do. When she said that, I said, excuse me. I was like, and you saw he said, Oh. I said, I can't wait for Princess to watch this episode. Child. So that happened, and Justin is just fucking gloating in that shit. Miguel, of course, got to ruin the fucking moment. You know, that's amazing. That's amazing that you can say that, because I can't say that about Lindy. Okay, fucking Isaac. God damn, this bitch minding her business. You unprovoked, got to just shit Did you see her face when he, when he said that? The immediate, like... This the nigga you stepping behind. What she did, even, what she did after that, pissed me off even more and I said I'm gonna just this bitch has got to live in her delusion at this point girl so he's talking about how you know there's no way he can know eight weeks isn't enough you know well he was like there's no way he can decide if he's gonna like fall in love with her whatever whatever like they just have to see the process through he don't know how he gonna feel on decision day 
And she backing that shit up. No, I agree. There's no way to know. There's no way to know. And Alexa's like, nah. But you was just mad about this yesterday. So what are you talking about, Mindy? I said, oh. Wake it up, Alexis. Wake it up. Yeah, bitch, you gonna shake the table already? Wake it up. Uh-uh. You was just saying you ain't like this yesterday, Lindy. You just said you ain't like this earlier. Lindy. <laughs> Wake it up. Well, no, like, I, and that's what I love about him, you know, and I just, I respect it. Now, baby, Sasha said, pass me the baton, Alexis. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. You know, I was going, I was going to wait because I didn't want to, I didn't want to put you on the I didn't want to put you on blast in front of the whole group, but I forgot what she said. But she got on his ass. Baby, Stasio's not playing with him. How do you plan to fucking bend and meet Lindy's needs? It was the fact, I mean, I could also understand maybe like taking up for your men and arguing behind closed doors about it, but and then whatever the fuck them shits was didn't come shaking them muchachas down them steps. Stasha's finna lay his ass. They was finna have Miguel for dinner. Mm-hmm. She was about to lay his ass and let it come out. out All the kissing and trying to coddle him. And I feel like Miguel's the type of person. If y'all ever seen Diary, is it Diary Mad Black Woman or is it? It's not Diary Mad Black Woman. Um, Medea family reunion where the one sister was getting beat mm-hmm. and how Blair Underwood tried to act like he was peaceful in front of everybody so was beating her ass behind closed doors mm-hmm. that's what Miguel gives me like you know it's okay I'm gonna let you kiss on me but when we get back to this room I'm yeah. to no, yes. that's what it was giving me yes and that's she was kind of like yes. oh, no, baby calm down calm down I didn't mean oh it, my it. God, like, yes. I knew that's, that's what it was giving so abusive as fuck yeah, why, you gotta just immediately validate this nigga and just I'm on your side. I'm not changing chips. Like, bitch, what was what all he, that? What he be doing to you when the cameras ain't around? Girl. What's going on? Because listen, Stassi's ready to give that. Give it. I don't know nothing about you. What relationship have you been in? Where are you? What do you do? What are you? Period. Fight? We don't know your backstory. Damn, girl. Shit. And I, Nate was like, <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Wifey's gonna go in on that ass. Yeah, and then you get it, your boy. that was just weird. Don't you? We're real, baby. We're the real ones. Don't worry about that. I got you, baby. Girl, you being damn manipulated. And you don't Girl, even- and Alexis is like, well, why did he sign up on the show? Why is he here? Why is it like. <laughs> why did he do that? Why is he here? So, what, how, how's he gonna get a Lindy? What? And then she was like, Lindy was like, when they were talking in a little sidebar, you know, we're moving slow. We're going in our own place. Girl, how y'all moving slow? And he had you bent over last night. Seems pretty fast to me. Wow. That don't make mathematical sense. I'm finna call your brother. Hey. <laughs> now, I want that nigga to come back. Because she done lost her damn marbles. You did what? To my sister? My little sister. <laughs> yes, don't forget the little sister. My little sister. So... After dinner, the mariachi, the mariachi band come in, save everybody. Stasi and they are in bed, and Stasi was like, "I was ready, to, <laughs> I was ready to go." Uh huh. And I like Nate for this because I be I'm Stasi, I'm Stasi in this moment, okay. And Nate is Jordan. Don't worry about it, babe. Just focus on us. 
But I just, it's all right. I understand how you feel, but just just focus on it. Okay. Well, like, well what do you want to talk about? <laughs> but how's that? <laughs> he know how to calm me down and deflect me to another topic of conversation because he know I get in my feelings about stuff. And so Nate was like, you know, that's them. This is us. You know, he don't want to be in that Miguel bullshit. He trying to stay cool with the fellas, you know. And when he started talking about intentions, and she was like, well, shit, I'm trying to figure yours out. Well, I'm going to get on your ass. (laughs) So. Because we want to talk about it. (laughs) She don't want to talk about it. We'll talk about something else. Yours. I'm still trying to figure out your intentions, nigga. (laughs) And he's like, oh, wait, me? What the hell? (laughs) So she's like, yeah, I'm just like unsure. He's like, me moving into your new house is not me committing? No, nigga, no. it's you being a hobosexual because why would you even agree to some shit like that and you don't even know if you really like this bitch? Why would you just say yes to that? You have not experienced living with her on a day-to-day just yet. No. I would not give her an answer until we've been in the apartment together at least for a month. Mm-hmm. All right, well, I feel like after this month, like, we've done pretty well together. Like, I don't mind living in your house at least for six months, see how I do, like, in your territory. If it don't work out, I get my own place. I just go back to my own place again, blah, blah, blah. No, this nigga can't wait to get home. That's a sign. That's a sign. So then, um, Stasia opens up about her insecurities about not being enough. And I'm like, that's what the fuck he wanted to know the first night when he asked you about your insecurities, bitch. And you mm-hmm. get the bullshit answer. Now we get into the real, real. Mm-hmm. And Nate kind of set up. He was like, I ain't never heard. It. Like, what? Really? Misconfidence? Those are those daddy issues. He got, my man says. Bitch, he he ain't even use his elbows. That nigga used cord strength. He said that fucking that fucking top have levitated. That nigga rolls up, <laughs> and she was like, "Yeah, I just struggle, you know, not feeling like I'm enough." I think she mentioned something about her dad in this conversation, and then Nate admitted that he was falling in love, and this was news to mother. I thought like that was bullshit. I thought that was bullshit too because this nigga kind of felt like he might be getting tooted out that house. Damn, so damn, wait, hold on, hold on. Gotta say, gotta say, gotta say, gotta say, gotta say. <laughs> you gotta say something profound. And you see her face lit up. And I'm like, you're falling in love with me? I said, girl, I know you ain't finna believe this shit. No, you're not that gullible. Ain't no way this nigga is in love or falling in love yet. Ain't no way. He might like you a lot. You said, shit, it worked for Alexis and Justin. Let me see where it can get me. <laughs> Let me try this shit out. <laughs> <laughs> and lo and fucking behold, that shit worked. And so... Nasty work. Stasia, these niggas are grimy. So Stasia is open up in her confessional about like, you know, she don't, she's afraid of what Nate may be getting himself into. She don't think he realizes what comes with her. Mm-hmm. And she says something along the lines of like, I'm going to challenge him. And I'm like, Girl, are you going to, like, challenge him and, like, really see what he's made of or, like, self-sabotage the situation and try to push him away? Because it's not like self-sabotage. It's not like something I do. Like, because there's a difference. Like, you can, you know, put him in situations where you got to see what he made of. I believe you're talking about, you know, challenging him. I'm like, girl, like, just, you can put him in situations where you want to see what he made of. Okay, let me, let me say this and see how he reacts. Let me, you know, come home and 
you know, I, I understand those, those type of things because you want to see what someone is made of. Life is going to happen so you can see what somebody is made of, but you don't have to do stuff to like sabotage a relationship. Yeah. And end up pushing that person away. It's a big difference. So, um, we move on to Lenny and Miguel. We're kind of have like some, we're having like some little closing pillow talk of the night. Uh, where'd I leave off? Oh, Lindy and Miguel. So they steady bullshitting. And they talking about, you know, first of all, who the fuck brush their teeth at the same time in the same sink? That's some psychotic shit. I'm not going to lie. I would be in the bathroom while my nigga pee. So I can't really Absolutely. But I'm not going to brush my teeth at the same time in the same fucking sink, nigga. Like, you can wait till I'm done. I don't want to spit at the same time. We just spitting on each other and fucking fluoride going everywhere. Like, what the fuck? That's weird to me. Like I'm, I'm, I'm pretty annoying when I love somebody. So I, yeah. I that that part did not seem too weird to me. I can piss and poop, but like if I'm brushing my teeth, please give me space. Let me spit in peace. I'm just weird like that. Um, you spit any other time in front of him? That's different though. <laughs> I'm cleaning my mouth out. I'm getting this shit clean. Like let me just do this shit by myself. I'm crying. So they're talking about it's our marriage, it's our honeymoon, and we'll do it our way. <sighs> anyway. So then Miguel is feeling like he's grown since the wedding. I wish I would How? have met you as this Miguel. That's what the fuck I was wanting. Like, nigga, you seeing the same. If anybody changed, it's her because she the one compromised herself and gave up something. What the fuck you done compromised and sacrificed? Not a damn fucking thing. Ew. And then she started crying because he was like, you know, I've grown and... You know, I just wish I, I could have, I would have appreciated you more on that day and enjoyed it more. And this bitch got emotional. And he knew she was going to get emotional. He knew. He was like, I'm trying to secure some pussy. I done fucked up. Because he knew them bitches was in her ear. Already got her thinking like, you know. I done fucked up. Damn. What's what this can really I do my to say decision? This? Blah, blah, blah. So he's trying to butter her ass. I mean, that's, that might, you know what? He was right about Miguel. That's some manipulating shit. I listen because he's saying, he, bitch, he, if you don't, don't nobody you. else got experience with Kansas. It's I definitely me. Princess, I, I only mean, person I know I that had, they had a good had experiences. I've had, yeah, I've only had good experiences though. So you've had the toxic cancer. My first boyfriend was a cancer, my current boyfriend is it was is a cancer. So it's like I've had good experiences, bitch. You can spot the manipulating cancers because this nigga, I know he teed that shit up for some pussy, and I guarantee you she busted open too. I guarantee that bitch was crying. As soon as that camera crew left, he was in the woods. Mm-hmm. Damn, Lindy, do better. So, Chris and Mitch, <laughs> this drink on my ass. Chris and Mitch, Mitch saying he's thrown a lot at her and he know he a lot. And he wants her to hold him accountable. Like, he want a woman that's going to call him out, but not, not pressure him too much. That sounds like an old Libra ass nigga. That, he might be a Libra. Like, push me, but not too hard. Nigga, shut up. Pick one. Either you want me to encourage you and push you or challenge you, or you don't. And so she eating the shit up. Yeah, yeah, I think we're making progress. <laughs> so that was what it was. Whatever the fuck. Justin and Alexis are having their conversation in the bathroom. And she's like, you know, you have to focus on us. Like, I know Ben is your friend. Talking all uh... sweet. I know that little baby voice. You have to understand, like, that's Ben's relationship, and I know how you are, and you just care so much about people, but you need to focus on us and our marriage, and you can't get too caught up. He was really, and I just want y'all to know that that relationship don't got shit to do with autism. <laughs> get the- What? You thought I was going to let it go. You need to. 
this is in reference to someone who was basically really trolling because I went to his account and he said he was self-diagnosed with autism. Now, I'm not saying you can't self-diagnose yourself, but you walking around saying you got autism and causing fights on Twitter, you might need to get some therapeutic help because why are you so angry? Shouldn't you be trying to raise awareness without all the verbal violence? But anyway, we're going to move on from that. God bless him. Um. So <laughs> Justin starts crying and she's like, come here, come here. Just what that nigga wanted. That nigga is a big ass teddy bear. Like, why are you crying? Why are you crying? Why? I, I, I didn't understand it. And I don't have, the thing is, I actually don't have a problem with men being sensitive and emotional. That's not the problem here, weirdo on Twitter. That's not the problem here. The problem is this don't make no fucking sense. You crying about another grown man business. Crying. Another grown man's marriage. This marriage ain't this marriage ain't affecting you at the end of the fucking day. It ain't got shit to do with you. You didn't know this little Asian man until two fucking weeks ago. Why are you so invested? It's weird. And that's why I didn't understand that little Twitter troll. Oh, black men got feelings. He black men be know this man. He is not childhood friends, longtime friends, best friends with Ben. He not even friends with him because he don't know him. He don't know this nigga. So why do you have so much emotion? Because you performative and this shit is fake and you crying because you know that's how you can get some empathy and love from her. And like you said, like love bombing, like just emotional manipulation. I think that nigga used tears to manipulate people. I do. I feel that way. <laughs> there's no reason that man should be crying like that at somebody else's marriage when the groom is somebody he just he's just such a nice like, guy and Alexa's like oh and I, I appreciate her I really commend her for how tender she was because we know Alexa's got a mouth and she can be very abrasive so I will say kudos to her because it could have been me standing in that bathroom next to that damn sink I would have been looking at that nigga like Justin I know you fucking you? lying to me <laughs> baby God put people where they need to be, and he knew not to put me there. And Justin talking about, you know, it's hard when you know what he asked for, because me and Ben talked, we the ones who wanted this the most. And he told me what he wanted for him to get the opposite. It hurts me. It hurts me. Nigga, how you know I'm working the opposite? He just told you the bitch wasn't lying. He overreacted. Why are you still moving forward with this narrative? That dinner triggered him. Why? I've never had, had a conversation like that with the bitch who left me. She ain't coming home to you. She coming home to Ben. And he, if, if he, the thing is, this is where you got to be careful with other people fucking relationships. If they cool with it, hey, fuck it. You got to wait till people understand they work. That's not your business. Baby. One thing is, one thing I learned through like being involved in domestic violence advocacy is no one gets help until they want help. Yep. No one's going to leave a situation until they want to leave that situation. Yep. Ben is A, the fuck okay. This nigga overreacted. Why are you crying? He If he's cool with his marital situation, nigga, you need to be A-okay with it. Like, that was just so stupid to me, his explanation. And to see him crying like that, like, nigga, shut up. And just like a fucking kid... Just like a fucking kid, when he get what he want, now he dancing and laughing. She, Nigga, why you just crying? You wouldn't go at your big ass just crying. So she's consoling him and all this shit. And 
she tell him, I love you. I, I damn, I love you, blah, 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 blah. Now this nigga celebrating. He happy. He dancing. She say she love me. She say she love me. She say she love Nigga, grow up. You ain't never been love before? Irritates me. Not Mr. Bitches. Not Mr. Bitches? Child. See how niggas lie? To your face. Smile in your face. All the while, I want to take your place. Back. Can you please? And this nigga started fucking breakdance. And Lifetime, childish as fuck with that music. (laughs) Baby, watch this. (laughs) <laughs> he's just such a dweeb he like said, i do not want to watch that <laughs> he's such a fucking dweeb but whatever they had a decent moment justin didn't know what the fuck out of me but alexis handled herself relatively well um then we go over to Morgan and Ben again real quick Ben acknowledged that he was being judgmental um and he's gonna work on that blah blah blah. she accepts his apology he's like i'm gonna work on fixing it and like i can't say i'm sorry enough but my actions gonna show you we'll see ben we'll see when your mama come back into the equation i'm crying so miguel and lindy lindy's talking to miguel about her concerns because this bitch this bitch always got a motherfucking therapy topic to delve into it's always some heavy shit with her damn I low key see why McGill want to just fuck. Like, let's just fuck one time. Damn, you always got me in fucking therapy. <laughs> we in Mexico. But I feel like she always has like these deep conversations. But again, like, I guess with this experience, you do have to kind of like fast track certain topics. So, I mean, mm-hmm. like, so like literally when we leave here, we're moving in together for the first fucking time. So she's yeah. telling him, you know, the way her life is set up, it's very flexible. Like, nigga, don't come up in here. Like, why you ain't going to work? Why you going shopping? Like, why you going on another girl's trip? Didn't you just leave last weekend? You know? So she's like, hey, don't give me no motherfucking lip, okay? Because I got a flexible schedule. I got a flexible life. And sometimes I have gaps where I don't work. And I just want to go to Mexico. I want to hang out with my girlfriends. I want to go out. I want to shop. I want to do nothing. Don't come for me because I'm going to come for you. It's giving princess. Yeah. But also, she needs to also understand she's married. Like, yeah, you can't just you can't be... just run the streets because you ain't got to work when you have a husband at home. You do have to make some time for your husband. Not cut out your girlfriends, but still live your life, girl. Hey, but you still got to make time for your man and still make time for that intimacy, date night, all that good stuff. So, make it Jordan, like, Jordan to coach me because I need to learn how to be that way. I got you. I'm gonna I'm make a masterclass. You should that for that and boundaries for that and boundaries. (laughs) No, the boundaries one is really why I might charge y'all asses and y'all listening because I feel like I'm really good at that. I actually made a voice memo with this idea, so I might pop out with that shit after we move because I don't want to do shit until after we move. To be honest with you, like my content creation, all that shit, I don't want to do nothing until after we move because then I'll have the space and the opportunity. But I might just, you know, give y'all a little boundaries crash course because if I don't do nothing else, I'm going to do that. Girl, you can't call Princess that wrong time. You can't. <laughs> she not playing them games. I love my friends. I love people that I'm close to. But it's like, I can love you and still be like, no, girl, not today. You know? Right. Y'all heard her the last episode. I'm just like, girl, we got to do a girl's trip for her birthday. I don't like my birthday by myself. <laughs> 
Okay. No problem. I'm being honest though, because wouldn't I be fake? I was like, yeah, girl, let's do that. And the whole time I'm not having fun and I lash out at your ass. You're like, where the hell is this coming from? Because the whole while I don't want to share my birthday, but I can just save all that and just tell you from Jump Street. And I appreciate your honesty, friend. Ain't nothing like it. We ain't even got to fight. I can just tell you now and you can have your birthday to yourself, just like I'm going to have mine. I'm crying. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> and so. They talking and Mitch was basically no, nah, I mean Miguel was basically like, girl, we ain't even there yet. Like, let's not even put too much thought into that shit because we haven't even experienced it yet. And I appreciate mm-hmm. him for that tidbit because you don't want to, especially in relationship, you don't want to create problems that's not there because your mind creating scenarios and shit. Mm-hmm. That'll get you fucked up, you know, mentally and emotionally. So I do like that he kind of just brought her down a bit like okay because she started naming everything well i want to go to mexico I wanna go to... like girl it's conflict hey <laughs> we still in mexico it's okay girl. you know so we bump over to kristen and mitch real quick they corny as fuck talking about how they was hot and horny last night but they both stopped themselves and i was i was feeling it but you know i could have went forward but i stopped and i'm like y'all are such corny ass parents it's kind of cute if Mitch wasn't such an asshole, but because he is, it's hard for me to appreciate these moments with y'all. And Mitch Girl, was talking about how, like, he just... I he don't was, like him. I don't like him either. But it seems like he did this crazy 180. I'm like, what the fuck she did to him? Because he was like, I just feel totally different than what I did when I got here. And, you know, I just have a very good outlook. I feel like her and I are going to do well. Like, I'm looking forward to it. I'm just ready to, you know, to experience day to day. I'm like, okay, well... That mouthpiece might go crazy. At least, bitch, bitch, hey, you said it. I didn't, but I agree. And I'm just like, don't no nigga change that quick. Anyways, I'm just happy the nigga seem a little more positive. I'll take it. So the preview comes on and we see Kristen saying she already knows she's going to fall in love. Like, no question. And they finna take a bath together. Girl, this freaking dog fight. And I'm gonna bump this the last bullet up. Yeah. Alexis leaving the house. Because as someone who has a dog, and I've had a few puppy play dates, that is not how you introduce two new dogs. That was so like I've been wanting to talk about this ever since they've been flashing it to us. That's not how you do it. Because it seems like they were in like, they may they may have been in the neutral apartment, but if mm-hmm. one dog was there before the other, there is some level of like territorialism to mm-hmm. it. And regardless, especially when you have a big dog, meaning a little dog, both them bitches need to be on a leash. Maya ass was just toot tooting along, <laughs> toot tooting through that fucking hallway, girl, and Justice dog mangled the bitch up. That's not how you do it. Like, what the fuck were they thinking? And I hate that because, like, dog on dog fights, it's just, it's really sad, especially when it's like domesticated dogs like that. It's just Mm -hmm. sad to see because, like, it doesn't even have to be that way. But two people who don't know how to introduce dogs to each other, it can really, it can go like that really fast. Whenever I have like playdates with Brownie with other dogs, like, if I'm coming to that dog's house, I'll have them put, like, they'll put their dog in another room. And mm-hmm. Ronnie will sniff, they'll sniff under the threshold. And then, like, mm-hmm. we'll ease them out and we'll have both of our dogs on a leash or in our hands so they can't get to each other. You got to ease dogs and that stuff. And if it's like at a play park or some shit, 
you definitely want to keep them on their leash. You don't want to text anybody. Like, that was just really fucked up and really sad. And it's like, I don't know if they just didn't know better or what. But Alexis' dog was just off the leash, just like Gucci Mane, just walking around doing whatever he wanted to do. And it's like, not Gucci. that's not how you do it. So that was kind of sad. And Alexis was like, definitely me. I'm getting the fuck up out of here. Ain't nobody finna mangle my bitch. And I'm gonna just lay my head down and just everything gonna be okay. I'm going back home. That is very much me because I don't play by my dog either. I will beat your ass um, and your dog's ass. So I'm gonna just leave. And then we go to Nate and his lack of feelings about something. Um, and then Lindy's talking about decision day being a trigger word for her. And I'm like, girl, why is it a trigger word? I thought you was okay with it. I thought you was okay with him saying he don't know how, how he gonna feel. I think like it's like bullshit, bullshit, bullshit. And I'm tired of it. Ooh, excuse me, I'm tired of it. Girl. Sick of it. Oh, that Lindy just stresses me out. Yes. She's a contradiction. Yep. She's constantly contradicting herself. And it's like, girl, do you not realize how this don't make no fucking sense? She don't, because she don't make sense. So that was it for Hot Topics, you guys. That was a lot. It was a good week, but I feel like we covered it pretty quick. We did. Um. So what's tea is when we talk about something related to the show and kind of like bring it back to our lives. So this week's question is, how would you feel if your partner told a, told a mutual friend something you shared with them in confidence? And I'm going to do a little additional follow-up question. How would you handle it? Mm. I feel like I would definitely feel away. Mm-hmm. How I would handle it would be based upon what was told. Is that, am I making sense when I say that? Yeah, you are. <clears throat> because I feel like for me, I'm already such a private person. So when I feel like somebody is in my business, it really can make me extremely guarded. So I feel like the way I would handle it is we just wouldn't be together. I am that extreme. Yeah. Um, and it's so funny that you said that because when I was trying to think of what the what's tea question could be for this week, I was thinking about it more from a friend angle. Um, if like a friend said something, but I feel like as my partner, you shouldn't be telling anybody or how can I, you shouldn't be telling anybody where it could get back to me that you told them my personal business mm-hmm. because I feel like that's such a violation of my trust and then also our relationship because some shit just don't be people business. And it's one thing to go to somebody for advice. It's one thing to tell somebody some shit that I said, keep between us. Yeah. Cause I'm, I'm mm-hmm. like that with friends. Like I feel like you shouldn't be telling nobody my business. If it, if it was meant for other people to know, I would tell it to other people. I have no problem opening my mouth sharing and well, I do have a problem with being vulnerable, but I don't have a problem with opening my mouth and sharing with other people. But I do have a problem with, you know, people being in my damn business. Yeah. So I try, yeah, I'm not one. That would be grounds for breaking up for me if it was something that deep enough to make me upset. But I feel like if it's just like I'm going through some shit or something happened, and maybe your your friend has gone through something similar, and you yeah. want to ask them. That's different. 
But like something like telling somebody some shit that I didn't want the world to know that I'm still in school, mm-hmm. like Morgan did with Lindy. I mean, did with Ben. Mm, especially if it's in the beginning, I can understand her trust being violated. So it's definitely situational. But yeah, <gasps> bitch, you know what I just thought about. I don't know why that y'all made me think about that. Bitch, you'll be close enough for homecoming. If you participate in that kind of stuff, uh, it depends. I've only been to, I think I've only been to one homecoming since I graduated. We just like to go get fucked up, honestly. I, I don't mean that. I just, people. I haven't lately lived close enough to where that would be worth it. So mm-hmm. if now that I'm closer, like I'm definitely down to do like a, um the uh, what they call tailgate. Mm-hmm. I'm down for that. Period. Um, for me, it's not grounds for breaking up. You know what I mean? Like it, it's grounds for I need some space. Mm-hmm. I might need some space for a couple of days, couple of weeks. I don't fucking know because again, it depends upon what was shared, and it also depends upon like the pretense of why it was shared. Like, were you trying to console them and like relate? Like, oh, you know, Princess is going through this too. Like, what? Why was I being brought up? And why was my business being brought up? I need to understand the cause and effect. And so it depends on what was shared and why it was shared. My grace will be based on that. Mm-hmm. And even still, I'm going to want some space because that is a level, that is a, a form of breach of trust. And especially when I told you it was something I didn't want anybody else to know and I shared it with you in confidence, that means yeah. don't open up your damn mouth. So regard, regardless of why you shared it, the reason why you shared it, what was shared, if I said don't open up your mouth and tell nobody and you told somebody, we got problems off that alone. So it wouldn't be a breakup, but it would definitely be. You can sleep downstairs until I figure out how I feel. <laughs> yeah, I'm like you. We, you know, because I, I just don't trust you, and I don't want to lay beside you because, like, mm-hmm. I share something intimate, and so I'm no longer going to be intimate with you until I feel like you really understand what you did, and I feel like we rebuilt that trust, and yep. I feel like my feelings are understood, and I'm getting the empathy and rectifying action that i need mm-hmm. and until you do that yeah we not sleeping in the same bed day for day i'm sure and you know that mean you ain't getting no damn nookie so you know but i i don't feel like my partner would do that because i'm i'm very when i when it's something that's private i'm very explicit like don't share this shit we're gonna have yeah to and jordan keep his mouth shut Yes, ma'am. So it's just we, you know, it, it just depends on the person. And I feel like I don't know if Ben just didn't feel like he had that level of loyalty to Morgan because they hadn't known each other long, but like nigga, this your wife at the end of the day, you know, hierarchy wise, she come before Justin. So yeah, that's how I feel about that. Um, moving on to what was said, so waiting. I'm going to let you go first because I know your ass got a lot and I low-key still need to figure out mine. So you can go ahead and start. I'm going to try to narrow them down because it was so many good ones from this good-ass episode last night. I'm not going to lie to y'all. This wine is beating my ass. I'm just hanging on the best I can. Mm -hmm. All right. So. (laughs) Y'all going to hell. Okay, so my first one is going to come from underscore little one 19. And she said, props to Kristen for telling Mitch no to some drunken sex after telling her that he's not attracted to her. He better go beat his environmentally friendly meat and go and get the hell on. 
<laughs> environmentally friendly meat. So that was one of them. Mm-hmm. And then my second one comes from Brucey underscore love. And it says, Stasia is right. Lindy literally says she wasn't ready. And that man ignored her explanations. Next conversation, she's saying they grew closer and she changed her mind. I don't know. I don't trust that. Yeah. I've already expressed to y'all how I felt. It gives very much like he coerced her and made her feel like, bitch, if you don't give me some pussy, I'm not going to fuck with you mm-hmm. because that's what I need. And, you know, you saying you need me to love you, but I need you to compromise. And I don't think we really kind of touched on it or talked about it as much as I wanted to. But Miguel is definitely a very fucked up person because if you act like pussy was what you need in order to really get into Lindy and then just for you to like unprovoked tell the group like, yeah, I don't know if I if in eight weeks, I'm still want to do this. Mm-hmm. After this woman has had sex with you, it's just wild. And I feel like Lindsay, not Lindsay, Lindy trying to um, have his back or do whatever is a trauma response to her feeling like oh, I got to try to cover this up because, you know, well, like, because I told him, it's like, he done, he done played in your face and your pussy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because you let him do both. And that's your fucking mm-hmm. bad, girl. Like, no, I, don't, I don't understand that. Then, my last tweet of the week is going to be from Shim Jim. And they said, you know, Alexis is a real one. She really stuck by her man at that dinner table, but made sure to tell him to mind his business in private. She the only one that knows how to behave in mixed company. She and Kristen and Mitch. Now, I don't think that none of them how to behave in mixed company, but I get what you meant in that sentiment because they do all of them run their mouth. But I guess you meant by when the shit kind of starts to get carried away with like Ben. Well, no, because Alexis butting on that too. Mm-hmm. But she did kind of keep her cool when the whole Miguel and them shit started to blow up a little bit after her initial words to Lindy. Her and Justin was just being judgy as hell out loud, visibly and verbally. But, yeah. you know, she did tell him, baby, you got to mind your business and worry about us. Why are you crying yeah. about being in, being in um, Morgan when you finna be crying about us in a few weeks? Right. <clears throat> so those are my tweets <laughs> of the week. Okay, so I have a few as well, and I'm going to try to narrow it down to three. My first one is by at J H A D I T nine. Nate went from selling bootleg DVDs at the barbershop and offering credit repair services to people to be to being a kept man with a brand new house. I had that one. I had that one too. <laughs> All right, let me And then my other one is by um, at So Artistic seventeen, and it says. Nobody, just in every single episode. I didn't realize this nigga been crying since day one. Girl. Since day four. Like, I'm I'm so I don't want to see Justin cry next week. I can't because I literally think it's been every episode when he told his family, his brother, when he got married on the damn hunt. Like every week. It's like a cry, like it's something to be sensitive, but really, come on now. Every single time something happens, every single, every single time something gets sentimental, damn. Grab your nuts a little bit. All he do is cry. All the nigga do is cry. And so my last one is by at Erica SH 07357988. Damn, Erica. 
Um, so Miguel pressured Lindy for sex. She slept with him and he is now unsure about the direction they're going. I don't like that. I don't like that either. Y'all already know how I feel about that. I've expressed that this episode. I don't like that. Don't basically pressure me, coerce me into having sex, and then you finally get it and you still cloudy. Mm-hmm. Nigga, you was cloudy before we fucked, and you knew you were gonna be cloudy before because I, I know you know how you move. You know sex ain't really gonna do shit for you, but give you a nut. That's not gonna yep. make you fall in love with me. It's not gonna make you wake up and be like, oh, this eight weeks is just enough time to fall in love. Like, no, nigga, you know you're gonna still feel the same fucking analytical, methodical way. Eight weeks not gonna be enough for you, and you're gonna make your decision based off whatever happened in eight weeks, period. So if that's the case, yeah. nigga, I'm not giving you no fucking nookie. Until after eight weeks, if I want to. Yeah. Fuck him. I don't like this. I don't like that stuff. That is so fucked up. But yeah. I feel like a lot of men are like that in general. And that's why I be wanting women to be stronger. Like, I feel like if you're going to have sex with somebody, do it because, like, you also need your nut. Because I think that people yeah. tend to forget that, like, women are also sexual beings as well. Right. And they can very much want sex and it not have to be anything more than that. But I feel like I hate men that try to act like it's more than what it is with you just to hope that you'll have sex with them. It's so annoying. And I feel like that's exactly what Miguel did to her. And it's just like, oh, well, you know, this man and I don't want to, you know, I, I don't want to make him not like me. So let me give him the one thing that I know he wants. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's annoying. Yeah, I don't like that at all. So we're going to see how that shit going to play out. But this week, you guys, make sure you take a shot. Well, yeah, this week. Because it's going to go up on Tuesday. So this week, tomorrow, make sure you take a shot every time Ben, Justin, or Alexis tell somebody business. Kristen says something delusional, which is going to happen very often. And Lindy freaks out, which is also going to happen a lot. Because, you know, they moving in, changing scenery. This is a big step. It's some shit going to go down. So that's it for today's show you guys um make sure you follow us on twitter instagram and tiktok at rewind and recap that's r-e-w-i-n-e a-n-d-r-e-c-a-p and um you have any closing remarks cc we did this shit fast we getting good girl i don't i don't have any closing remarks so all right you guys well thank you so much for listening make sure you leave us a review on apple Podcasts if you love this show tell us how amazing it was if not just leave your five star and go um we love you guys and thank you so much for your support and for listening every week and tuning in and chatting with us online and yeah we'll talk to you next week bye bye